Cash cats on the hills, red on the leaves. It's just a stone's throw from where he got in so far. Trash cats on the loose, trash cats on the Let's do. Are you ready for a little intro, buddy boy? Let's do it. Let's break it down. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Trash Cat Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Donahoe. Um, it's your favorite variety comedy podcast where we sit around, do some giggles, do some chuckles, and uh, talk about some some things and stuff. You know, everything that every good podcast has. Um, I'm here with a guest today. Say hello, Mr. Guest. Um, uh, hello everyone. I'm really excited to be back. Really excited to do some chuckles. It's John, um, the best chuckler in the game. Don't say my name. Sorry. Let's, let's so support sorry. this voice modulator if you say my name. My bad. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Smith. <laughs> um, you are modulating my voice on your end, right? So let's get to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a Q's and Brews today where we uh, answer the world's toughest questions and drink the world's cheapest beers. Um, I have a, a couple of doozies here for you, sir. You ready for a couple of doozies? Please. If you had to fight in any war, what would it be? It can't be uh, the latest war you can choose is World War II. Oh, or previous? Yes, World War II and before. <sighs> Uh, definitely not World War One or Two. From what I've heard, those wars sucked. Yeah, yeah, um, they they seem like the worst. World War Two kind of sucks. Like, uh, yeah, just World Wars. People were just World making up. Very, they're getting very creative on how to hurt people, and like they're just like <laughs> really field testing that shit. Like right from the get go, they're like, yeah, just, who cares if it messes up? They were trying to hurt the people we're using it on, so. Worst case yeah, this, scenario, this, we just hurt them more. This worked great. It turned a person into fucking glue on the street. <laughs> yeah. That's an A-plus weapon right Ooh. there. Yeah. Um, not trying to go... <laughs> really, any world war. Not trying to go in trenches or fight with chemicals or do any of that yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, a civil war, not into it. I, I think, think I'm gonna go with... I think in terms of fighting with guns, though, I think the Civil War is, like, one of the most livable wars, you know? Because, like, what? for one... Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? In the terms Civil of, War was devastating. It was. It was. I'm not trying to take away from that, but I'm just saying in terms of gun warfare, big gun wars, I'm pretty sure the Civil War was pretty easy to, like tank a a musket shot it was also pretty easy to like try to run away and not be a part of it (laughs) like (laughs) like you just hit the ground day one you hit the dirt day one just kind of sit there for a couple hours walk home you know (laughs) i think you're vastly underestimating the casualty rates in the civil war plus you take a musket shot to like the finger and they are taking your arm at the shoulder like that is true my other question is What's their what was their like uh their their boo boo exchange rate? Like if you if you got an injury, could you just like kinda hit the bricks, could take your purple heart and get out of there? I don't think so. I think it's basically incapacitation. It's like one arm, you can't hold a gun, one leg, you can't march. Other than that, quit quit your bitching. 
Okay, well, so day one, you're you're looking to take one in the hand and one in the foot, saw both arms and legs off. You're going home, baby, or at least they set you up nice in like the nurse's you're office. You're wheeling home on a trolley. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's war, so like it's better than being dead, you know? Yes, but I think I think the answer is pretty easy. As an American, I'm gonna go with uh, the Revolutionary War. There are a couple reasons for that. The main one being it, it's it was kind of like America's Vietnam, you know, like we were the underdog. And was we it just Vietnam fucking... America's Vietnam? No, 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 no. <laughs> Vietnam was the Vietnamese American Revolution. Okay, okay, see, I, see I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. From the defenders, and right. it's like you know, small underdogs fighting off a big power and just fucking <laughs> so, poking them in the eye so assume... <laughs> until they get pissed off enough to leave. Like we didn't beat the British. We just kind of they decided them they wanted enough. to. Yeah, they decided they wanted to go and fight the French and just left us alone. It like, just kind of annoyed them long enough to be like, you know what, fuck it, you guys can have it, I don't even care. Yeah, this we have bigger fish to fry. It's like a, like little brother rules where like if you just like annoy your brother for the Xbox long enough, they'll just be like, fuck it, I don't even want it anymore, fucking play it, I don't even care. <laughs> it's like wearing a cloak of invisibility and just poking Mike Tyson with like a hot dog skewer. <laughs> And like, you're never going to win the fight, but eventually you'll probably leave the room, you know? <laughs> yeah. Winning was never really the option, you know? It wasn't really the motive. <laughs> Plus, I just imagine it was just a bunch of dudes getting drunk and fucking with tea and shit. Yeah, dude, I it think... sounds like just like a... A lot yeah. of Irish dudes, a lot of drinking, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of, like, the the camaraderie must have been much higher than the Civil War. Because you're not, like, oh. the Civil War was, like, you're getting, like, drafted and shit, right? Like, you're, like, you have oh, to pick certainly. a side. And then, like, we need every able-bodied man to do this. And so you're just like, okay, I guess I'll go fucking shoot these guys from the South. <laughs> yeah. The Revolutionary War is like, who doesn't have weekend plans? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was like, you're like a hobbyist, you know? Like, <laughs> like you're, like, on your, your 9 to 5 was, like, being a black smith and when you got off you picked up a musket yeah. and poked a couple of british dudes in the bushes it was much like war reenactors today but uh <laughs> if war reenactors just alcohol. had like loaded weapons that's, yes. what, <laughs> that's what it would have been and zero education <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um, um but yeah that's my answer i think that's a good war. i think that's a much better answer i think that's much better than the civil war the Civil whatever, War would fucking suck. Yeah, for whatever reason, the Revolutionary War seems somehow like way smaller stakes. Cause like, but at the same but at, time, <laughs> but it was like very important. <laughs> like, I just think that it's interesting that like it was such a big deal that we're like, oh, we we took out their tea, guys. They're they're useless now. <laughs> Go back to your biggest empire in the history of the world. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's interesting that that was kind of the nail in the coffin. <laughs> that's what really did him in. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, the, like, oh no, not our tea. <laughs> Back to <laughs> Britain. <laughs> it's Do not you want the license to be pouring out that tea? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are far too rude. Let's leave it. They can have it. Fuck this place. Do you have a terrorism license? <laughs> Um, okay, let's do, let's do next question. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay, we're going to objectively rank some things. Are you ready? Objectively, not objectively. subjectively? I, I guess like subjectively. Subjectively is, is better. Um, I love them both so much. 
<laughs> um so we're gonna rank i just have like five random things that just popped in my head we're gonna rank them from one to what first place to fifth place okay are you ready well real quick is there any form of scale or is it just pure quality pure quality i guess i mean like we will like debate as to like the positioning Ooh. of these places so it's like a Understood. collective ranking you know what i mean gotcha 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 okay so the first one we have is any music that's ever been in a tony hawk pro skater game Ooh. pretty good stuff Ooh. um nintendo Ooh. gambling Ooh. <laughs> is this a list of my favorite stuff you pulling this right out of my head these are a few of my favorite things <laughs> um <laughs> gambling the shrek series and trampolines Ooh. so i feel like this is a pretty wow. solid list in in my eyes so i'm just gonna i put, think that is a fantastic list i'm just gonna put one out there i think gambling is fifth place personally wow i would say that this is, is our big disconnect i don't think any of these has like actually hurt people besides mate trampolines is like a another possible contender and i'm willing to give trampolines fourth place but i don't think trampolines have like ruined as many lives as gambling i think Obviously, i would hope so you've never seen the shrek is love series on youtube <laughs> shrek has destroyed a lot of people that is true mostly marriages after that People just saw that and were like, that, you're not enough, Marriages, I'm sorry. childhoods, yeah, all kinds of things. <laughs> I will give you that the Shrek series in general, it really falls off. It really falls off after about the first two. So Yeah, the first two were like incredible. just dynamic movies. I always forget, you know, I'll go back and watch Shrek 1 every two or three years. And it's always like, man, this movie's so good. Hell and yeah. then I'll watch the second one. It's like, that's right. Shrek 2 is actually better than Shrek 1. Like, it's it's pretty wild. I I don't that's fully, a hot take. I don't fully agree with you there, but I do think it's very close. And we have Shrek had this discussion so on the good. fucking podcast. Have we actually done this one? Yeah, the sequel debate, remember? Shrek 2 almost oh, took it. That's right. Shrek 2 is so freaking good. It is. Um, it's incredible. But so, real quick, before we just jump past gambling, I, to all the listeners that don't know me personally, I'm a belligerent gambler. I love it so much. I gamble on everything. Big sports gambler. And can I just say, you know, you pay $15 to go and watch Shrek in the theater, and you have a great time, and you walk out, and you've spent $15. What's so amazing about gambling is you spend $15 on a bet, and you have a great time. And then at the end, there's a chance that you just get that money back plus the equal amount. Imagine walking out of Shrek and the guy standing at the desk is like, oh, hey, you, here's the money for your ticket plus the money for another ticket. Like, how amazing would that be? That's what gambling is. I feel like I'm I can't watching encourage an episode... people enough to gamble. I can't. I can't. I can't feel it. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Mad Men where they're like, "Our cigarettes don't have poisonous nicotine. <laughs> Our nicotine's toasted." <laughs> Big cigarette guy too. <laughs> Big tobacco as your best interest at heart. Trust me. You're really maintaining that energy, and I, I love it, John. Yeah. I love the. I love the. Uh, <laughs> the energy you're bringing. I love the. Uh, the gusto you're bringing to the table here. I can't really agree with it, but you're a hell of a salesman, at least. 
gambling is so fun. Gambling will turn just the most boring, pointless baseball game into so just... every baseball game essentially and... <laughs> into an event for the ages. Even you would enjoy a baseball game if you had thirty bucks on the line. Is that like a poster for baseball now? <laughs> Even baseball. you could enjoy baseball with thirty bucks on the line. <laughs> you can always gamble. <laughs> You're certainly not um, going to get the entertainment from the people playing it. <laughs> MLB actually stands for Major League Betting. The fact that they still play baseball is, is purely perfunctory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just for shits and gigs, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, you know, gambling is, you know, I would honestly put it like one or two. So, But, you, you know, we're in disagreement. What would you bring up next? Um... Next, as in, like, for fourth place instead of fifth? Yes, 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 yes. I mean, I think... Ah, dude, like, I I fucking... I would say, like, it's between uh, the Shrek series and trampolines would probably be for fourth place. Because these are some great things. Like yeah, Nintendo see, but, has cultivated so many of my like great childhood memories that I'm like, not going to be able to put Nintendo lower than two. I'm just not yeah, going to be able to. I, I absolutely agree with you. I cannot agree with you more. Yeah. Um, see, okay, so what I think for this, I think we'll be on the same page. I think those are also the two I would put down there as my next two. So you'd put them at probably four, three, and I think I'd put them at five, four. Well, that we share a list. We share a list. I understand, but okay. just as we're ordering our numbers here. Um, okay. Just to clarify, for every song that's been in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, um, you're saying you can no longer listen to any song that's in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, you know? Or those songs, all of them collectively, as like a great thing. Correct? Yeah, I mean, it's mostly Pro Skater 1, if I'm being honest. Um, but let's hey, take that's, it. That's fine. No, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like okay. I fucking love that soundtrack. That's Fantastic an amazing soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. Okay, in that case, I think I'm going to put trampolines next because you know trampolines are great. But how often do you ever find yourself on a trampoline? I haven't been on a trampoline in maybe a decade. It I agree with my that. Heart to say it, I agree with that. But if I randomly came upon a trampoline, mm. I would like I would have a great time. If I randomly came upon the Shrek series, I would have a decent time. But I think I would have more fun on a trampoline, if I'm being honest. But I think the reason for that is because you have much more activity with the Shrek series than you do with trampolines. If you, you know, got on a trampoline every year or so, but you hadn't seen Shrek 1 and 2 since, like, 2008, how much joy would you get from watching those movies? It would be... I've been on a trampoline more recently than the sh- than I've seen the Shrek series. Mm, and I also, mm. I think that something that we're not taking into effect here is it's the Shrek series and not just Shrek. So we're talking... <laughs> You're saying I have to get 3, 4, We're talking five? 3, 4, 5 here, uh, which is, shit. I unfortunately I think is really anchoring the Shrek series down. That is a... Ma- you just tied a lodestone around its neck. <laughs> Um, oh, the, if that's the, the case, shoes. and that's the case, I don't think you can possibly put it above gambling. Gambling is so much fun. I agree. Shrek I... Three is a joyless cash grab. 
<laughs> Shrek anything that's not Shrek 1 and 2. They're your fucking movies. I mean, your fucking TV shows, Ugh. your games. Ugh. It's all it's all awful. They're like, the okay, Puss we made two. We're going to just stop trying. Everyone get on board with that? And then there was just like a huge round of applause <laughs> as they started doing Woo! backstrokes through their pools of money. and uh yeah yeah yeah. uh which i mean good for shrek they kind of made dreamworks what it is today um um the prince of egypt made dreamworks what it is that's actually a very good point Um, anyway i so uh, yeah why don't we put shrek down i'm down for shrek for fifth shrek fifth okay and then because i love trampoline so much i can't i won't say gambling below trampolines but i'll (laughs) let you say it okay so uh I mean, I'm willing... I like gambling, is a thing, is another thing. Gambling little, is amazing. It is a very good time. It's like, when you, like, come... Like, the way that I see gambling is that you, like, you're... The money that you put down is essentially, like, a ticket you buy at a movie theater or something. And yes. if you come away with money, that's fucking great. And if you break even, that's better. But if you lose that money, that's fine. It's just all You're about planning on spending it anyway. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's just not going past that ticket price is the point. You know? Yes. You're like, okay, yes, I've yes, given yes. myself a hundred dollars to use. the The only time gambling becomes a shitty time is when you go over that hundred dollars because then you feel yeah. like you've gypped yourself. But so, and here's here's kind of the deal breaker for me is if you said, hey, John. You can either never jump on another trampoline or never gamble again. You you could say, John, you can never jump on another trampoline or you can never gamble again. And we're going to take, you know, three of your fingers and I would still take gambling. (laughs) John actually only has two fingers from his horrible gambling addiction. (laughs) But I can bet three. There's only two left to take. (laughs) That's free free money. (laughs) um yeah i i agree i think like if i if i had a night at the casino versus a night at trampoline world with the boys yeah. i would probably go to the casino if i'm being real yeah. trampoline world. that would be pretty fun but uh yeah so can i can i convince you trampoline at four i'm i'm okay with trampolines at four gambling at three tony hawk two and nintendo at one nintendo has to be one i you for Animal Crossing alone, I might have to put Nintendo around. That's not even talking about Pokemon. Yeah, dude, just literally nothing but bangers. <sighs> Mario, fucking oh, Smash Mario. Brothers, you know. Oh, Smash! Ah, it's insane. Yeah. I, I don't even have a Switch, but apparently, Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest games ever made. Yes. I haven't even played it. It is so. I still good. think Nintendo is untouchable. Yeah, I agree. Probably one of the most influential and. Uh, productive game companies that have ever created and yeah, definitely well, most think, prolific i think we got to the right list now. yes i, think, I agree i think, I think, that's think the right five. now i know we've subjectively made this list but i think it is now objectively the right order you know yes. what i mean logos and pathos coming together in a beautiful <laughs> blend yeah just as aristotle intended and perfect synchronization that's the word <laughs> um okay let's do let's do another question here fella um would you rather be 20 feet tall with terrible arthritis or be the size of an ant and be indestructible wow um 20 feet tall with yes. terrible arthritis terrible arthritis 
so I can be a freak that is also constantly in pain. Yeah. Or I can be invisible to the naked eye and untouchable. I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, you're an ant, so you can't exactly enjoy all the great things that no, modern society just, has to offer. You said the size of an ant. Yes. Sorry. No, yeah, okay. you not are an, not an not actual, an actual, actual ant. You're the size ant. of an ant. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could, I could still have tons of fun. I'll just sneak <laughs> into movie theaters and watch movies. You'd be so alone. You would like... <laughs> If I was 20 feet tall, I'm pretty sure I'd be alone. People just wouldn't talk to you because you're 20 feet tall? Well, I could communicate with people if I was the size of an ant. No, you couldn't. How? Yes. How would you yeah, do I would that? get a voice voice amplifying device. <laughs> how would you communicate that to someone? Be like, okay. How would you clarify, initiate this? Ants are visible to the naked eye. So yes. I would make contact with somebody. They'd be like, oh my god, this is a human being the size of an ant. This is incredible. And I would write shit down and they'd look at my very small writing. <laughs> so in you're saying that you <laughs> you would take like, we'll say it's going to take at least like five or ten years to make contact with someone to get on like a communication what, level. Why it will take me one day to make no, contact with someone. No, it fucking won't. It I'm won't. the size of an ant, but I'm a human being. We're saying you are starting out like we're gonna say you're starting in like your front yard and you're trying oh, to like you're making it a challenge. Get, I mean, like where do ants start? You know, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> once again, I'm not an ant. I'm a person with the proportions of an ant. Okay, sorry. Getting... Do I start in the colony? Like, Jesus. <laughs> Birthed by the queen. Okay, I guess you'll start in your house, your childhood home, or whatever. Yes, yes. How the fuck would you, like, what is, what's step one to communicating with people? What's your strategy here? Uh, okay, so here's a question for you. If I'm the size of an ant yeah. and I yell, yeah. that makes a faint noise. No I'm fucking assuming. way. No fucking you know, way it does. You think it's making no noise at all? I'm thinking that if anyone is talking, in complete silence, I'll give you that. In complete silence, oh, yes, you of course, are making that's what I'm counting kind of... on. Okay. Buzz in the ear, yeah. But I'm saying, but you probably will have to get, like, in someone's fucking ear for them to, like, hear you. It's, so I'm literally just going to, like, I'm the size of an ant. I'm going to creep into somebody's apartment. <laughs> Climb up on their bed while they're sleeping and yell in their ear. I'm also indestructible. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about Being like getting or like, smashed or anything. Yeah. It would be super easy. I would stand in the elevator in my apartment building and just <laughs> each person that comes in, I'd just yell at them, jump up and down in front of them. I will get <laughs> right somebody's attention. Right on the keypad. Because they're already I could looking literally, there. much like an ant, I could clamber up on top of somebody. <laughs> they're going to smack me instinctively and break their hand on my strong supple body <laughs> I don't think they'd and be break like your hand it'd just be like you would still be there no because i'm standing upright so i'm kind of pointy maybe i'd just <laughs> stab them <laughs> yeah i think it'd be more of a poke rather than them shattering their hand on you yeah i don't know anyway i think it would not take me did you say five years five to year? make well, contact? I, was I was assuming that you're starting outside as well if i would start it in the middle of like the canadian wilderness maybe <laughs> Dude, it takes a long-ass time for you to move around, you know? It's going to take a full uh, day to get into the fucking elevator of your if you start in your building. Oh, I don't think so. Anyway, I would definitely be the size of that. Okay. Plus, I'm not in horrendous pain all the time. That's true. In fact, I'll never feel pain again. 
Except for a broken heart. <laughs> that is true. The uh, only ant-sized woman in the world doesn't love me back. <laughs> just a 10 out of 10 stumbles across your path and she just fucking hates you. Like, oh, like, come on. I'll, I'm going to try to find another ant-sized man. <laughs> I know so chances are sure? slim, but at least it's better than being with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would hurt, but uh, indestructible physically. No, that's what I'm going with. Okay. You know, I was kind of leaning towards sad little giant or sad little giant. Just because like 20 feet tall, way too big to actually have sex with anybody. (laughs) Great choice. There's some some, like seven foot tall people. I mean, and you're stacking three of them on top of each (laughs) other. It's not three. It's like two and a half. Okay. No, it's literally like three. No, three seven feet tall people. Oh, oh, I was fuck. It's, I was thinking I was ten feet. I'm twenty feet tall. That is very true. You said twenty. No, nope, yep, that's twenty feet tall. Yeah, ten never mind. feet would be a very different story. Yeah, you're definitely. You definitely ten not feet is still fuckable. <laughs> yeah, it's still fuckable, just barely. <laughs> just, just right now, thirteen feet too tall to fuck. <laughs> That's the cutoff. That is too tall to ride this ride. <laughs> um, TTTF, too tall to fuck. <laughs> too tall to fuck. Those poor, poor, sad giants. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not great, but at least you can, like, talk to people still. You can and live in a large air hangar. What would you say to them? Ah, <laughs> I need a horrible pain. I mean, I'm probably just being like, Shoot a wheelchair. Me. You know, just a really, really big fucking wheelchair. <laughs> and yeah. Become and then, an opium addict. <laughs> yeah, I can do, I can do all the drugs I want. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound great, so I think it'll just be a tiny little uh, ant-sized yeah. man. Imagine how great Shrek would look on a regular TV if you were the size of an <laughs> ant. That is true. I, I don't know, like, I guess you're indestructible so you wouldn't feel pain, because I assume, like, getting anywhere near those fucking speakers would be ludicrously painful. I'm not sure if that's how, like... I'm uh, one of us. I think is being very ignorant here. It's just as likely me as you. Do you think like smaller things are more sensitive to sound than big things? Like, do you think if I you put it, an ant next to a speaker, you'd like blow its eardrums out? I think it entirely depends on the species that you're talking about. Like, but if, if you, you shrunk a human down, if you shrunk a human down, I think so because of the way our ears work. That sounds reasonable. But like, because like ants, obviously, I don't think ants have like, they don't have outward ears. They're like, oh no, ants have ears. If you look really close, they're complete insects, but they have completely human ears on the side of them. (laughs) Right, they have tiny little ears. Very cute little ears. (laughs) The defining trait of any insect. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think that we would, humans the size of ants would have their uh, eardrums fucking decimated. Thank goodness that indestructibility is coming into play. That is true. That would be a whole other game changer. It's like, oh, you also have to avoid any noise or your ears are going to explode. (laughs) Yeah, and that's when, like, trying to get people's attention gets, like, really dangerous because they're just going to immediately try to fucking crush you. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, uh, because of the indestructibility, I think the the ant, (laughs) ant form of Cameron and John takes it. I've seen Ant Man. That shit looks fun. That shit does look like a good time. But honestly, just hanging out with Paul Rudd anywhere looks like a good time. So <laughs> that's so true. 
Um, uh, would you rather have an interdimensional cable style channel that only shows you from different timelines or not mm. have to pay taxes? Wow, that is really, really easy. Um, the first one sounds very interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I would enjoy it. Um, I'm sure it would also be depressing one way or another. <laughs> I mean, you get to choose. Like, you get, like, an options of certain uh, Johns yeah. you want to look at. I just think... You know, either I'm watching something amazing and I'd feel bad about myself, or I'm watching something really like pathetic and I would feel bad about myself. You know, it's a lose lose. Or not have to pay taxes. The Washington State income tax is like thirty percent. You're saying I'd make like thirty percent more than I'm making right now. Well, Plus you also give a middle finger to the government. So you have an option to do something that no other human being has an opportunity to do. Or mm. you can save some money. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Give me the money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> um, Dude, it would be fascinating, though. Keep yeah. your once-in-a-lifetime experiences. <laughs> Daddy's got yeah. a yacht now. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's got a yacht. I don't know what those other dimensional versions of me are doing. They're probably watching me on my boat getting all pissed off. Yeah, they're all like, Should've we have taken to pay taxes. What the fuck? <laughs> can you yeah, can you imagine choosing the cable and watching a dimensional version of yourself that shows the tax write-off <laughs> and his life is just fucking amazing? Can you imagine how miserable you'd be? <laughs> like, oh, I probably shouldn't have taken this one. Just sitting in your studio apartment watching this other version of you on his boat. And you're just like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is so stupid. It's not even good TV. Yeah, that would be the shittiest thing. Is you like, you're like, you know what? It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to be uh, entertained by myself, I guess. And then fucking just all the channels suck. Like, all the other versions of you are just either way, way, way better than you or they're just, like, horrifically pathetic. Like, yeah. oh, I've only had the opportunity to save money. Guess I'll just oh. keep sucking dick for heroin. I've got to sell the house, honey. <laughs> if only I didn't have to pay these ludicrous taxes. <laughs> just every single channel is that. <laughs> just how horrible taxes are. <laughs> Okay. That's, I think that sounds pretty realistic. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so we're going to pick two people from history, John. Any two? Any two people from history. Um, I will go with Cleopatra and Sung Tzu. <laughs> Cleopatra and Sung Tzu. Okay. Now pick two modern day people. Now it's getting tough. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I love that choice. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's see here. Um. This is a pretty good list. This is a very diverse list. Um. One animal. One animal. Um. Koala. Okie dokie. And one person from fiction. One person from fiction. Um, Mariadoc Took. Who, who is that? Mary from The Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's his last name? Oh, because you're a fool of a Took, right? Okay, okay. You're on it. 
Cool. Oh, okay. no. Oh, sorry. No, that I'm embarrassed. Marriott Brandy Buck. It was Peregrine Toque. Ah, oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a fool. You're I'm the a fool, fool of the toque. Wordplay. Oh, so true. At least we have each other, John. That John, would is... you be my friend if I was an arthritic 20-foot-tall version of me? I'd be your valentine if you were the size of an ant. That's not what I was asking, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Everyone wants to be friends with the ant guy, John, obviously. This, <laughs> guys, is, a, this is a great list. It's very diverse. It's incredibly diverse. Um, we have an, an Australian marsupial, an English small person, an African-American mega-athlete, a small white pop icon, a Chinese general. Oh, yeah. And an Egyptian princess. Yeah. A, a real, uh, real, uh, fuck, what's it called? The, the, the nations thing. United Nations. <laughs> the United Nations. That's what it, it's the nations thing. And they're united. Fuck. What yes, is it? <laughs> Real smorgasbord of the human experience. Um, okay, so with this group of people, you are all, including yourself, are all competing in the newest season of Survivor. Okay? Huh, I should have included Julio Jones. <laughs> no, when you said Julio Jones, it's like, that guy's a challenge threat. <laughs> <laughs> but is he good at puzzles? <laughs> yeah, that's... Julio Jones and Shang Tsu are definitely, like, carrying the teams. Oh, shit. <laughs> the ultimate puzzle master <laughs> yeah. versus the ultimate challenge master. I am fucked. So, what, what is your strategy for getting to the final three, as well as how well do you think you could do in this group? Because as we all know, with Survivor, it's not all about being the strongest or being the smartest. It's about manipulating people. So how well, uh, which I think Cleopatra might be like the strongest person yeah, in this. Dude, this is like the ultimate Survivor category. Yeah, I, I think you like fucking knocked out of the park. Yeah, so I should say, I think Avril Lavigne would struggle. Avril Lavigne and the koala, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, the actual animal. Um, so yeah, let's let's get the easy ones out of the way. The koala is a small bear. Um, okay, koala's going out it's first. It's not going to be good. It challenges or puzzles. No, but dude, what I think is gonna would happen though is like people would be people like, would oh, I'm going to take the koala with in. me because we're going to just vote him off, obviously, and like at yes. the far because everyone always and takes the, the shitty person with them. The koala ends up winning. Yeah. <laughs> The koala definitely ends up winning this season. <laughs> yeah. It's just the koala, Sang Sue, and Cleopatra in the final three. <laughs> and yeah. they're just like... Koala oh. upset Julio Jones in a in a bamboo-eating contest? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Whatever they're all, they eat. They're all giving them reasons why they should be picked for the money. And like the koala just doesn't say anything. And they're like, well, the koala didn't do anything to us, so we may as well pick the koala just to spite the other two. For today's challenge to win immunity, who can eat the most eucalyptus leaves? <laughs> On your mark! Julio Jones still somehow wins that. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got no quitting him, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Koalas so, yeah. just lack the drive that Julio Jones has. He's just a natural-born athlete. His hands can only move so fast. <laughs> yeah, Avril Lavigne, between her teenage angst and her... her accustomed to modern comfort i think she would struggle yeah i do think that avril Levine is 
middle i mean i guess you and her are probably like middle of the pack oh, in terms of what please. you bring to the table only be, between I, sung Soo and julio jones as like the extremes on like a logarithmic scale we're yeah. both pretty close to the bottom <laughs> like, but i think i would be better at survivor than ever levine i agree call, I, I totally call agree me a with hater. that i also think Marriott, uh brandy buck would struggle because he, you know, hobbits like to eat a lot. True. I don't he think would... he could handle not yeah. having second breakfast of a, like, just having like a spoonful of rice for every meal. Yeah, pretty Spartan conditions, plus <laughs> some of the challenges. I'm not sure if these are being built to proportion, and, uh, you know, what if the handhold's just out of reach? Um, <laughs> it's just him, like, like the, for the first 20 minutes, just trying to, like, start the challenge, just struggling <laughs> to get on a ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, but he's, he's a great team player, I'm sure i'm sure everybody would like him I do. he'd be way more popular than me I, yeah i think that's the thing is like mary's social game i feel like would be crazy His social game would be really strong plus he's so small and cute people would yeah Mario. he'd really throw people off guard i feel like Shit, mary is right. gonna be part of the team that like always player. loses the challenge but he's gonna slowly just vote off people that are with him you know what i mean yeah, I think maybe Mary's more a player than I was saying. This is God, this, this is, is super tough. It's like all we have is Avril Lavigne and the Koala who are definitely not <laughs> yeah. making it. Like Jesus. And so yeah, me and Mary are just trying to play the social game while <laughs> Julio Jones and Sung Su are demolishing the challenge. I think you have we, to we assume We don't even try. I think you have to assume that Julio Jones makes it to the final three, because I don't think anyone it's pos I don't think it's possible. Yeah. To beat Julio Jones in any of the physical challenges. Besides, I think we just have to we have to make it as fun as possible. There we are, have to make it also as realistic as possible. That means right. the koala's gone, then Avril Lavigne's gone, then I'm gone, and then Mary's gone. And the final three is Cleopatra, who very early on got pregnant with Julio Jones's child, <laughs> as was her way. <laughs> and just like really locked herself into that alliance right um, that's that's how you also, feel it while also telling sung su that he's the one that she really loves right no um, she told sung su that he was the father <laughs> yes they're both just waiting to see what this baby looks like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're only on but, the island for one month so they'll never yeah, know <laughs> they'll never know jokes on both of them it was caesar's kid all along <laughs> no it was mary's kid all along <laughs> <laughs> mary really is the one that wins <laughs> mary's always winning that's hilarious the smallest pharaoh in world history. <laughs> Everything's coming up Mary, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had second breakfast, all right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, if it's those final three, I feel like... Uh, so the, I think what it comes down to is the fact that... Uh, you know, Julio Jones seems like a smart enough guy, but I don't think he's like the best puzzle guy on the planet. Obviously, right. he's a dominant physical force. But then, like, something gives me the feeling that Sun Tzu, like an old, you know, ancient Chinese general, is like pretty fit. And, like, yeah, I have no imagine... reason to believe that he would be like fat or anything. Like, I would imagine yeah. that he like trains a little bit. You know, I, I yeah, I think he's gonna be like the uh, the master in the Kill Bill movies that can like jump and stand on a sword and shit, you know? Like, right, <laughs> that was standard back then. <laughs> the old old Chinese type, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think you know one of the final challenges 
Sun Tzu would kill him the puzzle and then show off some low-key spryness in the physical challenge. <laughs> he's just sandbagging he's getting... his physicality yeah. until the very last challenge. He just dicks over Julio Jones. Like he just yeah, it's just it... like a 40-yard dash. And Julio Jones is like, oh, fucking easy money. And then he just gets smoked by Sun Tzu. It's like, oh shit. It's like Ancient a fucking Chinese wisdom. It's like every old man in every anime where he like takes off his robes and he's just fucking shredded. Yes. It's all just training weights under there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time to take it seriously. He yeah. takes off his weights and Crashes just like the ground, the ground explodes because they're so heavy. <laughs> exactly. Um and so he wisely votes off Julio, and then in the final, Cleopatra tries to play mind games with him, but this guy's been anticipating his enemy's moves for decades. <laughs> and I think I think Sun Tzu, master of the art of war, pulls out and wins Survivor. My biggest thing is, I think that logically makes tons of sense. And I think the only thing that is a problem with that is that he doesn't speak english why am i thinking yeah his social game is gonna be dampered <laughs> a little bit because no one knows what he's saying cleopatra's um, all about the non-verbals if you know what it's I mean. very true big fan of the body language um <laughs> as mary can attest um as mary can attest. i think whenever someone sees a threat they're like almost immediately scared by them and vote them off you know what I mean? But Sun Tzu looks like some old Chinese man, you know? You don't think Julio Jones would be voted off right away? I that think... guy's like 6'5". He's got Jets. <laughs> um, He didn't play for the Jets, John. Got me there. <laughs> I thought you, you were the sports guy over here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, just for simplicity's sake, I'll say Sun Tzu takes it. Because he is like the quintessential survivor guy you know he's kind of ticks every single box um it seems like it yeah um give me your hot take give me your hot take i think i think sung su tries to take julio to the finals with him Mm -hmm. everyone else bans against them so they have numbers so i'm gonna say I would say that it would be between Cleopatra, Avalovine, and Mary because they have numbers. Mm. And probably between those three, probably Mary. Because I think he's the most likable. Mary just keeps winning. I think he's the most likable out of all of them. Like, I've seen a lot of likable nerds win Survivor, (laughs) you know? Yeah, Mary's pretty goddamn likable. The second I see a nerd make, like, a good joke... In like the first episode, Survivor, I was like, God damn it, he's got it. He's fucking he's, taking it home. I'm locked in. I'm sold. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's my two cents. Is because personally I think Sung Su and Julio are like the number one threats. And I would assume that they they would just have to like play out of their minds. You know, they would just have to like yeah, absolutely manipulate everyone. Do, though, you know? That that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, I think it go. I think it's going either Mary or Sung Su. I think those are the top two. <laughs> two dynamic duos. We also the didn't guy say... that wrote the Art of War and <laughs> and who the loved guy to, guy eat. to eat. <laughs> I mean, he did kind of talk his way into having a like Ent army back him up. You know, Mary Mary kicks more ass than people realize. Right, I stay behind that. Um. Where do you kind of fall in this category? Like, where are you placing? I, I pick too good of people, man. I'm not no, yeah, you're, smart you're enough, not athletic enough, it. or social enough. I'm surrounded by behemoths. 
My only and Avril Lavigne. Be... <laughs> and Avril Lavigne. Behemoth's e- e- either literally or figuratively yeah. in Mary's case. Um, yeah, and I feel like all I could do is try and play the social game. I'd be I'd be good at challenges. Nice nice all around player. Right. I can do yeah. some physical stuff. I can do some mental stuff. But I think and then I just think... try to. If I was you, like my game plan is what I just want to be the number two of as many people as possible. You know? So my plan, this would be my plan, would be very early, I'd get with Mary. I'd be like, hey, look at us. You and me. We don't got the brains, we don't got the strength. We do have the likability. Why don't you and I get together? We form this really tight bond and we will latch ourselves onto groups. And then when things right. get down small enough, we can always count on each other. Oh, dude. And if it gets down to like a me, Mary, and Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu's thinking, oh, I got Mary in the bag. We're going to vote this John kid off. Then we swip it on him. The The master general gets gets dude. caught caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And we send him home. And then it's me and Mary. Weirdly, then it's anybody's game. Weirdly enough, man, I think that you are the X factor in this. Because you provide numbers. <laughs> To whatever alliance you want to be a part of. That's you know? my only chance. My only <laughs> chance is to be the random X Factor winner, which happens from time to time. Yeah, dude. I think that. I, I don't I would think actually just spend the you... whole time trying to have sex with Cleopatra. I wouldn't even care about the challenges. <laughs> I was really trying to woo this Egyptian. Well, queen. joke's on you. Day one, Cleopatra's already had sex with everyone. So, like, on the boat ride over. <laughs> well, deals that, have already been sealed in that case I just made. stay on the boat and go home mission accomplished <laughs> like, good luck guys actually Jeff I, or, yeah Jeff I have something I'd like to say I'm leaving day one yeah. and then everyone wait, wait, else wait. throws in their buffs and then Cleopatra takes it <laughs> <laughs> we're all good like, wait a second, wait, wait a second. Avra, what's your deal <laughs> um did, wasn't that a thing with Cleopatra where like you could anyone could have sex with her, but you had to like be beheaded the next day? Uh, I think that might be one of those. It like told yeah. like rumors or something. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. She certainly enjoyed sleeping with very very powerful Roman men, <laughs> but really only two that I know of. Beheaded after having sex with Cleopatra. Let's see what Dot comes up. Com. Dot com. Did Cleopatra really offer men a night with her at the cost of their lives? Even if that's true, it sounds like the sort of thing. That's more it doesn't like sound like something that's easily threat. corroborated. Yeah, like, and I- also like I don't think she's really worried about somebody being like, "Let's do it." Like I've got nothing going on. Yeah, I feel like that's a great way to just so die bad. of STDs because that's kind of what happened. yeah i feel like she had lots of options she had only things to lose by sleeping with random people she (laughs) definitely made that before like an aids epidemic you know yeah i'd be like oh i've got three months anyway like let's do this (laughs) oh perfect (laughs) now i got syphilis in my brain got nothing to lose it's all coming up syphilis (laughs) it's all coming up syphilis uh my doctor is very cavalier. <laughs> yeah, it says here it's all coming up syphilis, Chief. Sorry. Just <laughs> shot me finger guns and then jazz hands <laughs> out of the fucking operating room. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, let's do... Let's do one more question. Let's do t- I have two more questions. I'm probably going to cut some of this. Are you okay with two more? Yeah, two. Let's do it. Cool, 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 cool. And they're not going to be as long as the Survivor one. 
Um, or at least okay. I don't think they will be. Um, so for this next question, there's a there's spoilers for Toy Story three. So if you haven't seen that movie, really? Really? I'm very sorry. To the portion of your audience that hasn't seen Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, what 3 am yet I doing? Really the, people who haven't seen Toy Story three are the worst people possible. People so I'm glad it ruins it for you. Fuck you. If you haven't seen Toy Story three, at least have the fucking decency. Not get pissed off when somebody gives a spoiler for a movie that's been out for like six fucking years good god the question is would you rather live in a world where instead of being saved at the last second by the large industrial claw the gang in toy story 3 get incinerated or live in a reality where chandler from friends plays a pivotal role in every film ever made oh um yeah i guess i'd rather i'd rather see the toys incinerated um you have no heart you have no heart, that John. Would, that would make me very sad, but also I feel like it'd also be kind of disrespectful to be watching like Schindler's List, and for Chandler to be like, oh, "Can there be any more Nazis?" That's a very good point. Yeah, I didn't think of the uh, the cultural insensitivity that would come with adding a Chandler to every single film. All kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, I don't think he would do things. great in like a Django Unchained or anything like that. <laughs> Spotlight. <laughs> Did any more kids have possibly been molested? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's a that's a smart choice. I think that is a in terms of being canceled, that's a great idea. <laughs> um, or in terms just, of not being canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enough Plus people the toys were all holding them. hands. They closed their eyes. They were ready for death. Yeah, Honestly, John was pushing for been, them to just be fucking incinerated. Would have been merciful. Would have made a lot more find sense. Death? Should we all find death Should as peacefully as they did? Should we all find death? Yeah, well, we is... all will find death. I just <laughs> hope to be as as optimistic about it as they were. That is true. If when I'm on my deathbed, I hope they just pour me into an incinerator and I can be holding on to my loved ones while it happens. They're like, we're okay. And I'm just like, no, I need you guys. <laughs> this is a group thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would have to agree with you that you're making some good points there, John. Um, okay, so now for the, the final question. Um, name someone who could beat you up in a fight. Oh, name someone who could beat me up in a fight. Yes. Um, Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Whew, okay. Um, now, do you think you could take them if they were in a Philly, the Philly fanatic suit? <laughs> uh hmm. that's actually kind of a good because mobility I, is I, an all-time low when you're in the yes. philip x oh he's pretty fucking fast <laughs> um <laughs> i want to see his like 40 time when he's yeah, in a mascot in, suit in a fanatic suit have i guess it depends how are we defining take him like could I get him on the ground? Probably. Like, could I like beat him unconscious? Probably not. I mean, if you get him on the ground, I think he's kind of fucked. Like, because he not only like does How he have to get. How restricting is that costume? I'd imagine it's pretty insanely restricting. You know, so like, I can just get like behind him and try to get him in like a chokehold. Yeah, is there anything he can do? Okay, uh, I think oof. chokes might be a little like harder to do because there's like cushion you know i feel like there's more room ah, for him to like it would take him forever to choke yeah <laughs> i think like striking is where you want to go with this like getting him on the ground ah. which is like pretty easy i'd imagine and just like fucking wailing on his head is probably the <laughs> but he's still cushion 
I I'm mean, gonna yeah. fucking tucker myself out. Just fucking I knock elbows, out this dog. Thing. Just stomps and elbows. Just maybe I just gotta get him in like a leg lock. Just break the leg. <laughs> just break his limbs. He's tapping out, but I, I'm still going. <laughs> That's all the best fights end. This <laughs> is for letting Brady come back in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's how real men fight. Mercilessly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say no, because for all this fun talk, he is a professional athlete at the top of his game, and I am a chubby Irishman. How um, tall is Julio jones just so we can get I'm to like 6 3 holy shit he's 6 3 <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i mean about, you're six foot one right you're like more than yes. six foot so yes but you, how you much does he weigh <laughs> um uh, at least you have him on like probably close to reach you know i mean he's a receiver oh, so he's like, gotta be so lanky yeah he's, he's a receiver so he probably has more reach than you but like at least you're like it's not a blowout you know his hands are also gonna be just massive his hands will be fucking huge he could just grab my skull and crush it <laughs> Yeah, I think you. What you're more worried about here is just like he's 220 pounds. Jeez, Holy and that shit. is pure fucking mus- muscle. He's like a lean 220 pounds. God damn, boy. Yeah, that's a that's a strong oh. man, all right. Yeah, I I'm not fighting Julio Jones. Yeah, I, I'm not even I'm not even gonna give it a moment's thought because I don't want this podcast getting aggregated. And for him to slip into my DMs and be like, you want to fucking go? I heard you talking shit, dog. (laughs) Where are you in Seattle? I always keep that fucking thing on me, that Philly fanatic (laughs) suit. I listen to all kinds of podcasts. I I would love... How shocked would you be if Julio Jones was a listener? He is. He's he's will not stop blowing up my DMs. It's kind of annoying, if I'm being real. It's actually why we keep you know talking about it we figure we got to keep those keep <laughs> yeah. those celebs on the hook he's like oh please just name me in one of your episodes i'm like oh if it gets you to stop fucking calling me jesus sure but uh yeah um i think it would be interesting for the ufc to introduce a rule where if you wanted to fight uh below your weight class you can wear a philly fanatic suit mm. Which, by the way, <laughs> if you guys don't know who the Philly fanatic is, it's the mascot for the Phillies. And he's like this big beer bellied, like green Yoshi looking motherfucker with like a big, big old nose. It's like it's a dude in a mascot suit is basically all you really have to know. But yeah, I think the UFC should instate that rule where if you want to fight below your weight class, you just fucking put on a, a mascot suit and try your best. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a good time. Mike Tyson in a Philly suit against uh, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> yeah, with a, hell yeah. With a gun. <laughs> it's Manny Pacquiao and, get this as fair and as Manny possible. Pacquiao's entire family. We're just like all incredible boxers <laughs> the somehow. Higher population of the Philippines. <laughs> of the Philippines against Mike Tyson in a constricted suit. That would be nice. That would be nice to see. The Philippines just wouldn't stand Finally a chance. A fair fight. <laughs> And that day, the Philippines were no more. <laughs> it was just became Mike Tyson land. Uh, <laughs> just Mike Tyson on a throne of Filipino skeletons. <laughs> wow. The, the, the biggest, uh, biggest disaster in Philippine history since yeah. the departure of General MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, good job, man. Congratulations, listener. You have successfully finished an episode of The Trash Cat.
um if you enjoyed your experience here throw us a throw us a fucking like wherever you're watching this or uh leave us a review on apple podcast that'd be much more appreciated because i don't know where you would fucking like this um but yeah uh see you guys next time toodles trash cat in the summertime in the wintertime as it stays